Welcome back, everyone, with another episode of Mike's House of Movies.com. This is Mike coming at you today with a double review. Something I've never done before. We thought we'd try something new, so we thought double review. Uh, Friday, I went to see the movie 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then we'll get on with a review of Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg's new comedy movie, Daddy's Home. 10 Cloverfield Lane is kind of like a blood relative. I guess, to Cloverfield. It's not really a direct sequel. So far, I haven't found really anything that ties into it. But it is just as good, if not better, than the original Cloverfield. I was probably one of the few that absolutely loved loved Cloverfield when it came out. And I was very excited when we to find out that there was a new Cloverfield, quote-unquote, uh, movie coming out starring John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And uh, let me tell you, it is an amazing movie. Now, that being said, go into this movie if you plan on seeing it. Def- definitely see it in the theater. I think it's worth the purchase of tickets to go see this in in the theater. But go into it knowing that it's not a direct sequel to the Cloverfield movie. You will not see a Cloverfield monster. They'll not talk about the Cloverfield monster. And it stands as its own movie. It's kind of like a psychological thriller, I'd say, about uh, surviving in an unknown, uh, I wouldn't say an unknown world, but an unknown, uh, I guess, unknown world, I guess. They're still on Earth, of course, uh, but there's stuff that you have no idea what's going on, and you slowly try to piece together things that you find her during the movie, and it works so well. I think this is one of John Goodman's best roles, and he is a tour de force to be reckoned with in 10 Cloverfield Lane. He is creepy, very, very creepy, and there's so many times that you do not know which way this man is thinking. Is he absolutely insane? Does he know what he's talking about? You know, is he on the level? And um, pretty much the premise of the story is, uh, John Goodman's character Howard rescues Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character Michelle from a car accident and brings her back to his bunker. He thinks there's been a, been a big attack, either Russians, uh, North Koreans, aliens from Mars. He doesn't know, but he knows the air is contaminated, everyone's dead, and the only way to survive is to stay down in this bunker for at least one to two years. Now, there's also somebody else in this bunker this character is named Emmett, and he's also he's played by John Gallagher Jr., who also does a tremendous job. There's not a lot of uh, characters in this movie. Pretty much those are the three main characters. You do hear a voice of uh, Michelle's boyfriend, Ben, on the phone. There's a voice of a, ra- a person on the radio, and a lady shows up. And that's pretty much it. And it's, it's, it's insane how pretty much confined to this one area, how much... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> How much attention that it draws you into. I mean, the performances alone were tremendous. John Goodman, like I said, one of his best performances. Mary Elizabeth Winstead puts on an amazing performance as as the uh, recuperating Michelle, and even uh, John Gallagher Jr. does a great great job as Emmett. And there's times we feel like the this family element is coming together they're you know they're they're getting on with their lives they they've they've accepted each other who they are and what they stand for and they start to get along 
but it's always that John Goodman character in the background. You never know where this guy's coming from. And that it's very tense. It gives you a very sense feel almost of dread but tension that's slowly building and slowly building and slowly building and you do not know even to the last five or ten minutes where this movie is headed and uh when it twists it does twist and that's one of the problems i have pretty much the only problem i have with the movie is the ending of it and i myself i didn't mind the ending so much as a part of the ending kind of bothered me. I'm not going to talk about what it is because you have to go s- see that for yourself. Because if I get into that, then I'll pretty much give away the whole the whole ending and spoiler of the movie itself. But it's a definite must see. Uh, definitely see see it in in the theater. It's well well worth the money. The performances alone, and this is done by first time uh, director Dan. Tr- Dan Trackenberg. I don't know what it is this year with first-time directors, but they they seem to be hitting it out of the ballpark. And uh, so uh, it seems that if you want to make a good movie, <laughs> hire a first-time director. I mean, they have everything to lose. I mean, they could ruin their career. They could, you know, have a big name movie like this and ab- absolutely trash it and be that's it, career done. But they, I think they have something more to prove than some somebody that's. Season a season director can make a bad film. It's like oh, they just had a bad film, it just wasn't that great. But when you're a first time time director, everyone's watching you, and I, and I've hats off to the first time directors this year because they're doing a tremendous job. But with Ten Clo- uh, Cloverfield Lane, definitely see it. It is a phenomenal film. Uh, just go into it knowing that it's probably not a direct sequel to the first there's a couple of things i thought may may have tied in but i have 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 to see it again to to actually get some extra information to see if my thoughts were correct definitely uh 4.5 out of 10 easy easy one of the best films so far this year uh moving right along will ferrell and uh mark Wahlberg's comedy daddy's home yeah <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a bad movie per se. It's not great. There was points where I was absolutely hating it, and then they'd slap a scene on that was absolutely hilarious, and it's like, oh, this is this is getting funny, and then it would go back to it. Oh, this is this is horrible, and then it comes back. Oh no, wait, wait, it's actually funny again, and 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 that's the problem I had with Daddy's Home. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was really funny in it. Will Ferrell, I find the director was. Uh, Kind of felt like he was forcing Will Ferrell to play Will Ferrell. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of dialogue that w- would have been said by Will Ferrell in most of his other movies, but it just came off as forced. And I was like, "Oh, we have to. You, you're talking too regular now, Will. You have to throw some of your zany dialogue in that you have in have in your other movies, and it, and it shows. And unfortunately, a lot of those scenes were like that just don't work. Uh, the main story of it is Will Ferrell was a stepfather to. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's two kids. He's married to Wal- Mark Wahlberg's ex. Mark Wahlberg's come back in town over to the blue, and I feel like he's trying to win back his family. And uh, he puts Will F- Will Ferrell through the ringer as 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 the stepdad. And hilarity ensues in some scenes. The two best characters, though, was the character Griff and the and uh, Will Ferrell's boss character at his work at Panda Studios, played by. T- Thomas Hayden Church. Those two characters were standard to me. I found every scene that they were in 
funny and uh ex- especially griff griff the character griff was hilarious and i think that's one of the things that makes the movie for me when i go back and think about it i always think back to to the scenes with griff and the scenes with uh will ferrell's boss and those scenes work well and like i said mark Wahlberg's funny in it will ferrell at times is funny but like I said, it feels like he's being forced to play a Will Ferrell character. And a lot of the times that just doesn't work. And that's the issue that I have with the film. It makes some scenes terrible, but a scene coming after, right afterwards will be funny. Then you'll do a few terrible scenes, and then a scene will come in that's really funny. And, and the scenes that are funny are funny. I think that's why I, I feel like I can't really hate the movie, because I did laugh. I did laugh through, uh, I'd say, through 65% of it, I, I I found funny. And I don't know. It's it's just one of those films that the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, I'm actually liking it. And uh, I'll just, I'll just leave, leave it at that. It's uh, I don't think it's in theaters anymore. It's definitely coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, if not it, soon, if 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 not already out. It's definitely one you may you may want to rent or you may want to wait till Netflix. You know, if you have Netflix, I'd probably just wait wait for Netflix. It's not it's not a a a, a big Will Ferrell comedy that you must rush out and see. But for one of those nights that that there may be nothing on TV and you've got Netflix and you see Daddy's Homes up there, it's not a bad movie just to pop on and watch and 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 have a few laughs. I give Daddy's Home. A 3.2. I was going to go a 3.7, but not a 3.2 out of 5. It's not bad. It's not great. But it does have its funny moments. And if you're going to watch it, watch it for the characters of the boss and Griff. Well, folks, if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like and, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. And you can also follow us Right from the website, Mike'sHouseOfMovies.com. There you have it, folks. Those are a double review today. I hope you have enjoyed it. And come back for more. We'll be seeing you soon.